If I could describe to get my life tour in one word, it would be vulnerability. Showing up for yourself is so important. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanca. y'all and welcome to the Give My Life Tour. It is me, your host, Lydia T. Blanco. And as always, I am so hyped because you have taken time out of your day to show up for yourself and to take center stage in your life. And that is no small feat. So what, you know what, I am rooting for you. And I am so grateful for you tuning in. If this is your first time, welcome. If you've been here, you already know what's up. And I'm so glad that you are here again. Look, I am thrilled about this stop on the tour. And it's because this lady is absolutely killing it, but she's so kind and also so fierce at the same time. And I'm talking about the incomparable Ty Young. You've probably heard her name or seen her work on the faces, okay, of many in Hollywood. But Ty Young has become one of the most sought out makeup artists in the entertainment industry. In pursuit of that perfect look, Young has developed unparalleled flawless makeup techniques that allow her clients to appear ageless. She is also the creator of the Five Steps to Flawless brush collection housed under Ty Young Beauty. You've probably seen her looks on Issa Rae, Elon Orgy, Queen Latifah, Jory Reed, Auntie Maxine Waters. Oh, and let me not forget about the fellas, Common, LL Cool J, Kanye West, who is now the wealthiest Black man, in America, Cedric the Entertainer, and so many more. Look, I could go on and on and on, but I won't. Help me welcome Ty Young to the Get My Life Tour. Hey! <laughs> As we were talking, I'm like pacing back and forth like I'm about to box. You know what? Because <laughs> this is what it is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I'm like, look. This is what you do. And I could only imagine how you've had to square up, for lack of better words, right? As you show up, <laughs> as you do your work, and as you, you know what I'm saying, take names out here in these streets. I am so excited that you are here. Oh, I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So I could have gone on and on with your bio, but I was like, you know what? I always ask everyone who takes center stage to tell us who they are in their own words. So I love for you to do that. Oh, well, I am Ty Young, um, born in St. Louis originally, um, but raised in H-Town. Um, and when I, I promise you, when I tell people that I'm from Houston, they first asked me about Beyonce. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I know her. Let me get to that. Yes. Because <laughs> like, like it should just be Beyonce, Texas, because really Houston is not the name. Okay. Um, Real hot girl. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I uh, just I was I felt like at the age of six, I was making Barbie clothes. So I've kind of always been into like creating and sketching and just making things look good like I, I feel good when I make people look good it makes me feel good so just growing up I was always into creating and I started kind of getting more into it as a teenager um but I kind of I knew what I wanted to do early on people sometimes say kids don't know but kids know you know kids know exactly what they want um early on you see little signs and them doing stuff and that's kind of like what they probably will be more passionate and have a career in. But I started at like six, um, designing Barbie clothes and, you know, playing in, with makeup and hair things and um, actually wanted to be a designer first. And, you know, the path has always been behind the scenes. Like it's just always been wanting someone else to look good and not, you know, not, yes, when I step out, I, 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 I get right. But like, okay. I just love my clients to look bomb. Like I really want them to be like, Dang, 
you know, um, and as far as like my makeup technique, I want people to say, you look good, not your makeup looks good. So I try mm. to keep it like as natural as possible. So people have it on, but it's not like overpowering. That's more my style, but, but just, just a creative person is, is how I kind of came up and I love, you know, what I do. And I'm, I'm kind of glad that I stayed on that path. Um, I have friends tell me like, you know, um, you know, you should have a plan. You move into LA, you, you got to have a plan B. I'm like, no, 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 I don't have a plan B. Plan A is going to be me. Like I'm going to make it. So I can't have a plan B when I'm oh, believing in myself. Because right. you know? if you have a plan B, you kind of doubt yourself a little bit. It's a little bit, you know? So, you know, it was a very, um, uh, like, you know, just eye opening transition to see who supported me, see who, you know, felt like I could make it. Like I was like, I'm going to LA. I'm work with celebrities. Watch. And here I am. <laughs> I love that. And I, I really appreciate something you said. Your work is behind the scenes, but I also know that your work really appears center stage on the big screen, on our little screens, on our phones, because you are really doing what you love. And, you know, I've looked at your work and I've seen the people who you um, have in your clientele. And I'm like, wait a second, like, that's Ty Young. <laughs> so I, I love that. Like, I'm behind the scenes. No, you are like in these streets. OK, <laughs> I really do appreciate that. Now, you also brought up Queen B, and you are one of the rare members of the hive who actually have had real face time real experience and you've actually done business with Beyonce I don't know if you know what maybe there's only one other person but the fact that I can now say I've had conversations with two people who've done business with Beyonce excites <laughs> Okay, as a member of the hive, let them know um, your H Town hottie story that you know, in the words of Megan Stallion, right? But t talk to us about your experience with Beyonce and especially at such a young age getting started. Um, uh, yes, I was about 15 or no, 16. I was 16, um, about to be 17, and I was, um, my mom was, um, my mom was very fly. Let me just put that out there. <laughs> Gloria yes. Young. I learned all I know from that woman. Always on point, hair, nails, like makeup. Like that's that's really why I fell in love with it, just watching her get ready. The whole idea of getting ready was just like, oh, you know, like putting it all together. So, you know, on the weekend, she had a regular nine to five, but on the weekends, we would frequent like different hair salons selling her jewelry. She had like a love for jewelry. So she would like, go to the little, you know, um, markets and buy jewelry wholesale and then take all the fly stuff to her clients at these hair salons. And we would frequent maybe like four or five hair salons like every Saturday. And one of the hair salons that we used to go to was Headliners, which was owned by um, Tina Knowles and Matthew Knowles. And, you know, I got my hair done too. A girl named Donna used to do my hair and Tina was the owner. So she did um, a lot of the people like you know like Houston like you know the main people in Houston the most popular people in Houston you know football players wives things like that so she was kind of like very popular um and my mom would go there and get her hair done as well but we also became um a staple in there on the weekends because she had the jewelry so people would be looking for glory to bring the jewelry and I would come <laughs> with her I used to get mad like oh she's making me she's dragging me with her again to go to these salons you know <laughs> but when I look back on it it's like she really taught me how to hug hustle like yeah she had a nine-to-five job and she would go to work and then on Fridays she'd be in her room putting her little black um velour uh stuff together putting her stuff all out on display like getting it ready packing it up and just getting ready to go show it to the clients and they would pass the little tray around and pick stuff and she would be making money quick and I'm like okay like I look back on it and I would get attitude at first but then I was like my mama really is out here hustling she's selling jewelry on the weekend so yeah. Um, Tina knew me from coming in there with my mom all the time. And, um, after probably, I don't know how many years of like coming in there, um, or, or months or whatever, however long it took, she told my mom, she was like, Gloria, you know, your daughter, she dresses. I love the way she dresses. Like how she puts it together. She's just, she's just so fly. 
And my mom was like, oh, she works at a clothing store in Sharpstown Mall. And at the time, it was a really popular like hip-hop store called Merry-Go-Round. And so I worked there part-time, and I was in high school, obviously, because I was 16. Um, and so my mom's like, yeah, girl, she puts it together herself. And so she's like, do you mind if, you know, she, I talked to her about some stuff for my girls. And I had met her girls, you know, they were younger when I first met them. And, you know, Beyonce was in a group at the time. I don't remember what group, I think it was girls time or something like that. But uh, my mom's known them longer than me because I was old enough to start going. But, um, I would go to work and pick out outfits for them after we talked and then Matthew would come and pick them up. So a couple of birthdays and Christmas, um, I would do the pulling. I would pull clothes, outfits. She gave me their sizes. I would pull outfits together and put them together like with how I think it would be fly. And then Matthew wouldn't even question me. He'd just come in and say the name and pick up the clothes. And yes. so I felt like I felt like I was like, oh, yeah, I'm dressing people out here. <laughs> I okay. didn't even realize that's what I wanted to do in life. So I always like I saw Tina recently and I told her, I'm like, you really kicked off my career because I didn't I was I was in love with fashion and, and things like that, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. But after you've asked me to, like, pick out clothes for your girls, like um, um, with my taste, like you've you've made me a personal shopper at 16. So wow. I started that. And then I, as I'm working in the store, other Houston people started coming in. Bushwick Bill from the Ghetto Boys. He came in there needing something to wear to an event. I styled him for that. Um, a lot of different, like H-Town, the, the R&B group, they came in there. I was like helping them put outfits together for a concert. So I just remember being so young, helping like Houston's hottest acts. This is before Destiny's Child, clearly, but helping, you know, Houston's hottest acts, like pick out clothes to look fly. And I'm like, this is all coming from someone so young. I don't think they knew how old I was, but. I was definitely in the zone. <laughs> so, it's like, it didn't even matter how old you were, right? Because your guests were making room for you. And the fact right. that there's only like a 10 year difference between when you were styling your dolls and then styling, you know, the greats, that's all God. Like that is amazing. But it's also very much so you like, wow, I'm gonna have to coin like that's a tie effect. <laughs> Get into it. Yes. Okay. But you said <laughs> something that was key earlier. We already know what we want to do. A lot of us do. I knew that I wanted to do this at a very young age when I was playing Oprah Winfrey and Ricky Lake. You were stopping dogs and pulling clothes 10 years later. I really believe that when we when we fall in love with who it is that we say we are already. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that can stop us. And clearly nothing, well, from what I can see, right, from my gaze, nothing has been able to stop me. All right. Obviously. Because look at you now. <laughs> Goodness. And, when, and, when you, and when you operate like that, when you operate on that passion and you know that guys open the doors, you, you really don't question things. That's why when my friend was like, you don't have a plan B. I'm like, no, girl. Like, do you know there's there's something in my belly that's like, you're going to do what you say you're going to do? Like, there's, it was nothing for me to be like, I'm going to have a plan A and that's going to be it. Like, to, to that, to, to speak otherwise is like me not having faith. Like, I can't even do that. So. Wait a second, Ty. Because, see, we had this, this problem last time when we spoke, when you just kept beating up the mic. And I told you this time I was going to have to charge you if you came on here doing that. You don't listen. You don't listen. You have to say that again. Oh. Uh, <laughs> which part? Um when you about, question, yeah, when you question. Oh yeah. When you question, when you question, you know, the things that God has for you and the plans that like you see cuz to me when you see it it's going to happen. Like if I see it, like how you saw yourself on stage and how you saw yourself in positions where Oprah and Ricky Lake were, when you see it, it's going to happen. So I really believe that if you question that, then you just, you're just doubting yourself and then you're showing that lack of faith. So I never wanted to be like, you know, if this doesn't work out, I can do this. I never wanted to say that because then I'm like, it's almost like putting salt on it. 
Like, you know what I mean? You can't put salt on it. You just got to keep it sweet and keep it pushing. You can't put any salt on it. So I was never the one to, you know, say anything negative about what I was doing because it's going to always be somebody who, you going to do that? You can't do that. You It's not about what they say. It's about how you feel about yourself and what you believe. So I even tell my, my kids now, if you see it, you can achieve it. Because if you don't see it, if you visually can't see it, maybe you're still looking for that passion. But if you can see yourself in that position, if you see yourself, you know, designing or um, drawing and being a great artist or, you know, or an actor, see yourself on TV, all those things, you can do it, but you can't doubt yourself. And I did not doubt myself when I came here. I had, I came here with a Coke and a smile. <laughs> I, didn't have it. I didn't have anything to my name. My mom was, I told my mom two weeks before I was moving, I didn't even tell her that I was that I had plans to move to LA until like two weeks before because I knew she was trying to stop me. I was the only child, you know what I mean? She'd have been like, no, you can't leave. But you know, if I if I just listened to her, then I would still be in Houston, you know, twiddling my thumbs, probably working at the mall. But I ended up coming out here. Wow. That's good. Sometimes we can't share our plans, right? Because we have to trust yeah. what is being done in our lives. And yeah. I love how I love that you share that, right? And of course, that's with all due respect to your mother, but it's so applicable for so many of us. Sometimes we get so excited about, you know, our callings and what we are setting out to do. But it's like that Polaroid picture, right? It comes out of the old school Kodak camera. If you touch it prematurely, you'll distort the image. Mm-hmm. So, mm. okay, Ty. Mm-hmm. All right, I see what you're doing. Come on, I see what you are doing. Put that in my crown. You know, look, you are, oh my gosh, I'm like lost for words, right? Because <laughs> there was also something that I'm leaning on, right? And it's really, the, the topic of discussion, right? I feel like this is going to be like the headline and you said it in um, our previous conversation. You said, God is my agent. Yes. And I was like, okay, wait time. That's what we are talking about here, right? Because you weren't waiting for anyone. And I don't know if you have, you know, formal representation. I know you have a team, right? But you've been able to really lean on your faith and make the moves that you've been able to, to make, right? Take us back to what, the Sherman Oaks Mall in LA? Yes. I um, I was working there part-time. Um, I moved to LA. Of course, you need to have a job to sustain life. So I was working part-time at the mall and no makeup school, just knew how. I was working at the mat counter and um, I was at the mall. I didn't realize, you know, you don't know where you're going to live. LA is so big. You move here, wherever you end up, you end up. So I didn't know that the where I live, a lot of celebrities lived in the area too. So I'm at the mall. First person I see walk through, Elise Neal. I'm like, oh my God, it's Elise Neal. End up talking to her, selling her some makeup. And this was like years ago. Um, I moved here like in, I moved to LA like in 2000, 2001. So at least Neil came through, um, Dalvin from Jodeci came in. Just I was just like calling my mom, like, everybody is coming in. Everyone lives here. So excited to just be working somewhere where celebrities came in. And um, Megan Good came to the counter uh, one time uh, looking for some makeup. And then she needed her makeup done. She had just done the, the 21 Questions video of 50 Cent. So, you know, and, you know, of course, she's Megan Good. She's been in movies since she was a little girl. So people knew who she was. And she was just like, you know, can you do my makeup? I'm like, sure. Started doing her makeup, got to talking to her, um, getting to know her, you know, laughing, getting to meet her friends at the time. She was um, with Malika and Khadijah, who are um, the two twins right now that, you know, had, were on the Kardashian show. Um, uh, just different people came in there doing makeup on them. So she would come get her makeup done. And I was like having red carpet pictures already because if she if she wore my face to that carpet then that's my work so I was that was like come so high for your favorite. <laughs> I'm sorry I said come on strategy for your favor <laughs> right like Lord let it be like let it be out there and I was trying to you know when I said God is my agent I meant that because when I'm trying to 
when I first moved here, I was trying to get an agent. I had picked up a book by a very popular woman named Crystal Wright. She wrote a book about the hair, makeup and styling, like about like how to get an agent. And it was like the hair, makeup and styling guide, something right. Big book. It tells you how to prepare your brand and get your portfolio together and, you know, how you're not going to be working with celebs right away, how to test, how to do this. So I was like following that book to a T. So I was like, I got to get images. I got to make sure I make connections. I got to make sure I get business cards. I got to make sure. So like I was always, always trying to like get myself ready to be repped to work with the celebrities. But what I didn't realize is in, in me preparing myself to get repped to work with them, I was already in the midst of working with them and just speaking, being my own mouthpiece, working with them. I kind of got myself indoors just by speaking. I'm not, one of my things I live by is closed mouths don't get fed. Like if you don't speak mm-hmm. up and say something, then somebody else will walk past you and take your spot. You got to mm-hmm. say something. You know, the the, least, the the worst you can hear is no, but at least you said something. You know what I mean? So I was already creating a path for myself without an agent and then think twice about like, you know, I'm, and I'm still trying to get the agent as I'm building my portfolio, doing photo shoots and, you know, making clothes on the, on, at the last minute and approaching celebrities. I'm still thinking, oh, now I can get an agent. I got this client, you know? So the goal was to get an agent to work more and to work with celebrities, but I ended up doing it on my own. So I'm so thankful. Like, and I, I've said that for years that God is my agent and I mean every bit of it. I love that. You know, in addition to closed mouths not being fed, being like a real thing, it sounds like you were manifesting while you were doing the work. Like sometimes yeah. we just really have to speak what it is that we want and allow those things to come to us. But you were also doing the work, right? So you were ready for when those moments presented themselves to you as opportunities. Right. I was right. definitely ready. And I, and I and I kept myself like, you know, like I would see somebody out. Like I remember when I first started, when I first started working with celebrities um, at the mat counter, it was just me being me, you know, talking to Megan and she ended up coming back asking for me. And one Halloween, she had me do her makeup and Khloe Kardashian makeup and um, just whoever, whoever she was hanging out with at the time. I went to her house and did their Halloween makeup. So, you know, I was like getting clients just by, you know, being myself. And I'm like, okay, uh, I have her, you know, on my roster and like, who else can I possibly meet? So when I would go out, I had my little business cards and I was like seeing people and I saw Melinda Williams and Gabrielle Union at a LL Cool J concert at the House of Blues. And I went up to Gabrielle Union. I was like, hey, you know, my name is Ty. Um, and I, we had a mutual friend. So I brought them up and she was like, oh my God, I went to college with them. So that was my end. And I'm yeah. like, well, I'm new in town and I'm, you know, do you have a wardrobe stylist? She was like, no, I don't actually. She gave me her cell phone number. Right. So she's like, yeah, call me. Cause I always need something to wear for stuff. I said, okay, good. Thank you so much. So I walked away, had a little number in my pocket, was still on myself, went up to Melinda Williams asked for the same thing. She was like, no, actually, I don't have a stylist. She gave me her publicist information and I ended up connecting with the publicist. And her sister, Lisa Sorensen, changed my life out here. Now, I didn't have an agent, but I had a publicist with the clients and she was putting me on everyone's photo shoot. She was getting me, if, if they had an event to go to, she was calling me to dress them. So she was the one who kind of kicked off my styling career. Mm. and I will tell people as hype as I was to get Gabrielle Union's phone number never get the celeb's personal number because they <laughs> they will not call you or respond because they're like who is this again <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like I got Gabrielle Union's cell phone number I'm like uh she is not she is not responding like maybe I should have got like her you know her manager or somebody who could better put me you know um in touch with her versus trying to think I can text her myself and she gonna respond you know what I mean that's so really good I, advice <laughs> like mm, you have a agent or a publicist I can get the information because that person's gonna make sure you know ab- about those things about clothing about hair about you know um makeup they're gonna make sure but the other the celeb is not thinking about that you know so 
that was a lesson learned. I'm like, okay, Gab, I, I probably text her or called, you know, maybe, maybe four times in, in like a month just to see. And it was never an answer, never a response. All right. <laughs> I'm going to leave it alone. Right. Um, and, but I mean, I, I, and I do remember one time I had Beyonce's number. Tina gave me Beyonce's number. They were in Atlanta. This was now, now she's in Destiny's Child. I totally forgot about this. She's in Destiny's Child now. I'm um, about to go to fashion school. So I'm like drawing, I was drawing clothes and showing Tina like, hey, the girls will be cute in this. So she was like, okay, can you get it made? I was like, yes, I can get it made. So she was like, well, call Beyonce. They in Atlanta right now and get their sizes. I'll never forget. She answered the phone and was like, Y'all be quiet. It's that girl. It's the girl who style who on the stylus. <laughs> it was it was Kelly Latavia Latoya in the car. She was like, "What's y'all sizes?" And they was all, "I'm a small. I'm a medium up top." They was all saying different stuff. I'm writing it down, you know, and mm. you know, not knowing who this person was gonna be or who these girls are gonna be. You know what I mean? Just right. young, trying to do what I love and trying to help them out, and you know what I mean. And Tina, just call Beyonce. They in Atlanta, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, and I'll never forget that when she answered that phone and was talking to all in. Yeah, be quiet. It's this girl. She's trying to style us. Um, I love that. But that was the only then Trust me. At the, and after I moved to L.A., that number did not work no more. You know? Look, you know, <laughs> those things happen. But I'm reminded of Diddy, right? Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you were where you needed to be each of those times, there goes the tie effect. Again, I feel like everyone who's tuned in needs to make sure that they are on top of their game, right? It's not enough to just know what you know, but it's also important to be where you need to be. And like Ty said, like closed mouths don't get fed. I love how you build relationships as well right even though you know i don't know how many people have beyonce's cell phone number nowadays right but the fact that you have kept the relationship going for am i wrong over 15 20 years oh i mean well yeah i mean i've i've tried to i i tina um i see her out here um i saw her in ghana recently but you know it would she she remembers me, but it's not the same because since I moved from L.A., I mean, from Houston to L.A. and Beyonce and Destiny's Child just took off like their lives changed. And so then mine, when I moved, that's when they kind of started blowing up. They had just did. No, 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 no. And I think that next year I moved. Yeah, they had just did that. So they were blowing up. And, you know, once once the, the, the machine gets them, it was a wrap. You know what I mean? I didn't. I didn't hear from them, see them for years, and then they came out here a couple times, and um, I I saw them at a premiere and ended up watching the premiere, um, Solange's movie. Are we there yet? I think that was the name of it with them, and because Tina remembered me, and it was always Tina because Beyonce was young, so Tina would be like, oh, oh, you Gloria's daughter. You know what I mean? It was that. I'm like, look at my mama <laughs> got got pulled in them streets. Yes. Come on, hashtag Gloria's daughter. <laughs> but you know, Beyonce and her fabulous family aside, what stands out to me is that you you made your mark, right? And in the entertainment industry, across industries, that is oftentimes difficult for people to do. And it's because they don't have a certain level of like self-awareness and authenticity isn't as important to them, right? They're just doing the work. Can you talk to us about the importance of being yourself and showing up as Ty Young, especially in the entertainment industry? Yes, there's a lot of, um, you know, people who like, just me being who I was when I first started, I was never, you know, I didn't start off with, you know, all the money to have the nice car or, or the clothing. I just, I was just passionate about the work, you know? So my thing was, you know, people would be like, I, I, I know a lot of people who now they don't, but back then I did a, so much free stuff. And when I say free, it just means I, I just wanted to do the work. I wanted to prove to people I could do the work. So it was like, Hey, can I style you for your next shoot? How much is it going to cost? Just let me style you. 
it was like that. Like I, I was, I kind of came up in the era of let me show you. I can show you, but I can tell you. Like yeah. I knew the money would come. I knew the like, like anybody. Like I know the money will come, the fame or whatever people want. But you have to do what you love. Like, like if if you could do it for free, would you still do it? Type of thing. So, I remember, you know, meeting people and and wanting to just work with them for free. Like it took it took me a minute to even be able to be comfortable saying how much I charge them. I'm like, oh, how much I charge? Um, um, you know, because uh, I didn't know. You know, I'm new. I'm young. I'm trying to make it. I don't want to offend the person. I want to keep working with them. So it wasn't even about how much I charge. It was about, you know, would you work with me again? You know what I mean? So I was right. doing a lot of jobs just on the strength of building my portfolio and showing people what I could do. And I look back at some of my old photos of when I used to style and I'm like, I think I just made that skirt in the in the car on the way over there. You know what I mean? Like it just it's wow. like things I just you have to just pull it together. Almost like that fake it till you make it mentality. Like you just have to make it happen. I'm I'm I wasn't being able to pull designer all the time, you know, but I was able to create. I could go to thrift store and go home and cut a shirt up a certain way and make it look like it's a couture. You know what I mean? Just just based on how I cut it and if the if the actor or the model was small enough, they could pull it off. So, you know, just looking back, I'm like, then you have to kind of just work with what you have when you have it. And you can't be worried about how much you're gonna get paid right away. You know, I meet people now, young people who, you know, want to assist me or work with me. And then, you know, if I hit them about doing something, how much does it pay? It's like, oh, you I don't know <laughs> when it changed. Cause I, I, when I came up, I was with a lot of people who were living like that. We just wanted to do the work. So I don't know when it shifted, but this, these new people, they're like, how much does it pay? Like immediately ain't been in out of the school or in in the game or in experience, haven't had any experience, but want to know how much something pays. And it's like, you're worried about the dollar. You know what I mean? You're not worried about the work. And I'm a firm believer in you got to work work your work will speak for itself then the money will come you know you don't think about the money at first so um that's kind of how I became not even became but that's how I realized I need an agent because I'm booking my own jobs based on word of mouth you know talking to people people sharing my number other people and calling me based on what they saw somebody else was in the work was speaking for itself and that was all I could ask for at the time mm. Man, yeah, you know, I understand wanting to get paid and charging for your work and X, Y, and Z, but yes, I, I also do not know when that started. I want to claim the digital age, though, and the social age, because everyone tries to make it look easy, and everyone thinks that they're the next best this or that, and I'm like, okay, well, if you just focus on being yourself and doing the work, it would make room for you. Right. Oh, exactly. You know? Exactly. That's why I don't even, I'm not, the Instagram stuff, I love it, but it's people like Sam Fine who have less followers than a beauty blogger because they've captured that audience. They know how to work social media, but people know who Sam Fine is already. You know what I mean? He he doesn't have a million followers, but he has people who know who he is from back in the day because who he was to, you know, Tyra Banks and Naomi Campbell, how he was already beating faces way back then. He's somebody that I look up to and I ended up even working with him and he was like, I don't try the social media, but it's like, there's so many great artists on social media who the followers are very few because people don't know who they are. Um, in 2011, I tried to, well, I did not didn't try. I did. I created a way for artists to connect with artists who were like at the top of their game so I remember I created a company called Industry Art Shops and Industry Art Shops was supposed to be the liaison between the the new artists and the artists who was like doing their thing so it was makeup hair wardrobe and dance because I loved you know dance as well so I was trying to like get the people who were choreographing like the hottest videos to come and meet with or, or you know educate the young people who were just starting out in dance and I did three or four of them the first one I did with with Mila Morales Mila was with Rihanna from the start of her career um so every when she first came out with that short haircut and she was killing all those you know magazine covers and all that that was on Mila and Mila was my first um 
my first artist to come and do the workshop. I remember I found a space. I got sponsors. I like went on some type of makeup thing and got all these makeup emails, invited people and um, they came and it was like the, the, the first experience. And I was like, this is dope because it lets Myla, who does Rihanna, become the celebrity. It kind of made the behind the scenes mm. person up front. So I was like, I really wanted to, you know, create a way for people to like meet those people. Because, you know, it's one thing to meet Rihanna, but Rihanna's makeup artist can probably give you some tips and teach you some things. So who wouldn't want to meet her? Um, Absolutely. So you know, and I just want to stop you really quickly because you are saying so much and it is so rich, right? What I appreciate about what you're saying is that you've created a center stage for others. And, you know, people will say, you don't have to do that. But the fact that you've been called to do that is commendable. And it also goes back to, you know, advice that Issa Rae has given the world, right, about networking across opposed to up all the time. We never know who we're in the room with and how much of a force we could be to reckon with if we really just partnered with the people around us. The fact that you have this story and you created that platform for so many, my hat is off to you because oftentimes we just think we should play the background or we just have to show up as the employee, but we don't really get to uh, have our gifts and our talents and our skills celebrated. So thank you for doing that. Oh, thank you. I promise I was so nervous to do it, but when I did it, I just felt so fulfilled. And it was a, it was an experience for me because I didn't think that I was going to be that makeup artist. You know what I mean? I didn't think that I, I mean, and it wasn't that I didn't think that I could be on the stage myself, but it was like I was putting people in position to meet people who are already on the stage. And I didn't, you know, I didn't have the Rihanna type of clients at the time, you know, but I still wanted to meet her or, you know, and um, meet the artist that I was bringing to the table so I could, you know, let people learn. Because that book that Crystal Wright wrote helped me, you know, so much. I was like, these people are famous to me. The people who are behind the scenes, the people who pe celebrities call before they even step out the house because they need them to come get them together those people are the mvps call right. times are early you know days are long but you you spend your time making someone feel good and look good all day that's that's a job you know what i mean and that's a job that people want to do and so you know i i was excited to bring that to people and, and i had a you know good couple years uh run but then I got busy myself with my own thing so I couldn't continue it but you know people are doing workshops to this day you know that's all I'm gonna say I ain't gonna say people you know took my idea <laughs> but people are doing <laughs> workshops to this day okay look and look I said y'all took her idea let me find out okay look, don't make me go to LA and, uh, look okay look in all seriousness call times are early and days are long and God is your agent you are on the set of a critically acclaimed show doing the work you know, are you at liberty to share where you are now? Um, and if not, let's talk about your passion for teaching, right? You may not be hosting the same style of workshops, but you do have this desire to teach. And that's where, you know, your five step to flawless technique and brush line and all that plays a role. Right. Um, currently, I work on Grey's Anatomy. And yes, I'm here now, <laughs> thankfully. Um, um, and the brushes have become more of a, I just, I remember doing a client's makeup one time. And then as I'm cleaning up, I noticed that I only use maybe five brushes, five brushes and, and some eyeliner. And I'm like, I only use five brushes today. And I whole face was done. The person was about to go walk the red carpet and I had only used five brushes. So the next day I challenged myself to do to do the same thing. Let me use use these five brushes to do her makeup. So I kind of kept challenging myself to use five brushes only. 
And I'm like, because how I do the makeup, I start with the eyes and then I, you know, add the foundation and all that stuff, powder, and then last lashes and lips. So I was like, this can happen. I can do this quickly. And me working for, when I started the brush line, I worked for uh, CNBC. I noticed that I only used five brushes to to complete the look and working on CNBC News. Sometimes our call time was like 2.30 a.m., 3 o'clock. You know, just for breaking news, I had to be there. They had to be ready in 30 minutes. So, you know, the, 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 the luxury of getting your makeup done, you can sit for like 45 minutes to an hour. Some women, an hour and a half getting makeup done. That's a long time, you know, but that's a luxury because, you, you know, you're getting pampered. You get the skincare, you get the under eye patches, you get all that. And that's great if you have time, you know, but nowadays people are so pressed for time. You kind of have to get your full beat in like less than 45 minutes, you know, 30 is pushing it, you know what I mean? But some people can do it. So I created the line to get the face on quickly, the best way and the easiest way. And the five steps of flawless brush set was born. And I use those five brushes like faithfully to do that. And I, and I, you know, I tried it on some people and I would ask them, did it work for you? Like, does, does the steps work for you? And they're like, yeah, it actually helped me. Cause I, I really didn't know what this was for. And I didn't know how to use this. So it was kind of a guide that people started to use. And most people, when they would see me with my clients, um, I never forget. I was with Vivica Fox. We were like somewhere in the Midwest and all the women, you know, she would shout me out. My makeup artist is in the audience. Ty. Everybody say hi to Ty. She got me looking this good today. You know, she would like shout me out. And at the end of the, whatever she was doing, the event, people would come up to me and be like, you know, how'd you do that? And how do you do her makeup? And how'd you get into the industry? It was always questions about something. And so when I got the makeup questions, it was like, oh, well, you know, and you could see, um, you know, a lot of women, I don't even wear makeup because I don't know how or like, like the, the way people respond. Like, I don't put all that stuff on. You know, it's almost right. like, what do you know how? And you know, I'm from I'm from the old school of, you know, going to the beauty salon with my mama. We had to always be ready. You know, when you leave the house, you get ready. You get your outfit together, your hair combed, you put your makeup on. Like that's how you leave. You can't leave no other way. <laughs> that's not. I wasn't used to just rolling out. You know, like now she comes visit me. She's like, yeah, that's how you gonna leave? Because you know, I'm in L.A. now. L.A. land of flip flops and. Uh, top knots, you know what I mean? Natural face. So she's like, this how you gonna roll out now? She still want to get done. I'm like, ma, you just, no, it's not that kind of, <laughs> no, it's different now. It's different. She's like, oh Lord, you turned into LA girl. I'm like, I no. love it. The classic beauty. There's something to be said about that. <laughs> just showing up. You got to show up for yourself, right? Absolutely. And so I wanted people to feel like they could do their own makeup and be done, but not done, done. So like the brushes give you that perfect uh, look between barely there and red carpet. So people see you, you look fresh faced, you got your brows on, you you look good, but they don't say, oh, your makeup look good. They say, you looking good. Like what's going on? You glowing. So it yes. it became, how do you teach people how to just give themselves that? And I, I get it. Everyone doesn't have to wear makeup, but I at least want people to know how, just in case, like the pandemic, for example, has definitely proven that people need to show up and be ready. There's Zoom meetings happening. People have to talk to their boss or meet with employees or meet with students. And, you know, whereas you probably didn't see many, many people before. And now it's like you're all face, front and center. All face, all the all time. Face. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> like, woo. All That's right. And face. let me tell you, up until what, 28 I want to say 28, maybe 29, I shied away from makeup. I was a mascara, uh, vitamin E, and brushed my eyebrows after they got threaded kind of girl. And I was definitely a lipstick fanatic, right? But I remember going to this launch event and there was this flamboyant makeup artist and he was like, oh baby, let's get this together. Like you got flawless skin, like let's make it even better. And I was like, what? <laughs> and when he gave me, you know, his tips and tricks and did my makeup, I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually doable, right? There's something to be said about being able to apply your own makeup, not look casket sharp and go out and feel so confident and beautiful and have that as you know, a skill set for yourself. And mm -hmm. that's 
what you are helping others do. And it's funny you say casket sharp because I don't know if it's like maybe it is just a black community thing, but that is what everyone would say. Like <laughs> I don't want to make a phone sound like I'm in a casket. Like they are right because they have been so conditioned to feel like makeup has to look a certain way, and it's like. Oh, who who makeup have you been looking at? Like, what what makes people think that it's gonna be casket ready when you get makeup done? Like, you know, even my mother in law, like, you know, when I first when I was dating my, you know, husband at the time, I was like, um, meeting her, and I, she she was like, oh, your makeup artist, I'm like, yeah, I can do your makeup one day. Ooh, uh, 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 girl, I don't want all that stuff in my face. Mm-mm. I don't do all that. I don't need all that. <laughs> I don't look like I'm. I don't want to look like I'm casket ready. I'm like, right. Let me, let me do your makeup. I'll show you. You know what I mean? That you just, it's just natural. You know, she's like, okay, but it just was her initial response. Mm-mm, mm-mm, I don't need all that. Now she can't get it. <laughs> right. But it speaks to the conversation about representation, right? Rihanna's had the Fenty effect, but for so long, we've been like, where are we within this industry? And you've been here and now you, are at the top and are killing it. But I feel like in the world of YouTube now, we have more access, especially for those of us who didn't grow up with, you know, women who were applying and had the actual uh, match for their foundation and all of that. We didn't have They didn't even have, yeah, they didn't have a lot of our matches back. I remember when I bought my first powder, it was Fashion Fair, and that mug was ashy, but I sure put it on. <laughs> I felt... I felt big. I felt I felt a little bit more accomplished with it on. I felt like I was doing something. Like I had put yeah. my powder. On, you know what I mean? You felt like, you know, I'm cute with my powder on. And I looked back on pictures and it was a little gray, you know. But I <laughs> but I felt grown up with it. It was fancy. The packaging was cute. You know what I mean? So yes. I was thinking I was doing something. So you know, we you're right. We they didn't have a lot of range for us back then. So it definitely scared people off. Like, Mm-mm, I don't want none of that. So, um, you know, it, it kind of gave me more of a reason to teach and even working in retail for so many years um, working in cosmetic retail, um, seeing how people would come to the counter. It wasn't a lot of black people because they didn't trust it, mm-hmm. you know, or people being sold a lot of things because the woman at the makeup counter did all this fabulous stuff and she go home with like $400 worth of makeup but don't know how to use it like the girl did right. at the counter, you know, because she looked fabulous. She bought everything, but then the makeup was coming back as a return because now she's like, I don't know what this girl did with this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, if I can't take her home with me, take the stuff back. And exactly. so it became like, how do you help people help themselves? Because it's easy to do. Yes, it's a wonderful thing to sit down and get glam. I even do it. I get makeup done sometimes and I'm like, oh, child, this is heaven. You know, but if I had to pull it together for whatever reason, then I would know how. And that's one of the biggest things that I that I push. Like you don't have to wear makeup. Trust me, you can be. I have friends who I'm good with my Carmex and my my skin is nice. I just comb my brows over. Cool. But if there's something comes up, you're getting an award or you got to go speak at your son's school or do something, you should know how to pull it together. Um, mm-hmm. And and that's why, you know, I created the brushes to help teach people. They come with instructions. So, like, there's no excuse. I used to do, like, makeup parties, like, have people bring their bag, dump it on the table. Let me see what you're working with. Let me see what you got. And I would ask them, why do you have this? Um, well, the girl <laughs> told me. And, and to hear them try to explain what the makeup artist taught I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, they'll just dump the stuff out and don't even know why they have something. She told me to put this on first because it's going to do something, but I haven't used it. You know, so I would go through makeup bags and help people clean them out and tell them what stuff was for and then kind of show them how to use it. So it kind of became like therapeutic for me. Like, I love teaching women because it makes me feel good when they call me. I did it. I did it. You know, I have clients yeah. now who who will call me and be like, girl, I did your five steps last night and I was feeling myself. And I see people now posting that I've taught and I, and I, I can't help but be like, girl, you are, you did that. Cause I know yes. they learned from me and now they're like just out there killing it. So it just became more of my passion to really, you know, get the brushes, 
out there. And, and in September of 2020, you know, in the middle of a pandemic, uh, makeup, a popular makeup store out here actually put, put my brushes in their store. So that was a big deal. I was the first black makeup artist to have brushes in there. Wow. Congratulations. Come on. Thank- boop, 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 boop. Okay, <laughs> not the club. <laughs> not the VIP. The bottle's coming out. Come on, what a bottle girl's ass! Sprinklers <laughs> and all. So that I got the brushes in there. I had my own display, you know, next to makeup line that I used to work for before. So it's just a good feeling to see my own line sitting next to Mac or sitting next to you know um, Laura Mercier. You know, makeup lines that I that I love, but same time now I have my own thing out there and I want to help women um you know figure it out because you know a lot of times we don't know and that's the main thing we just have to just as long as you know you know that's all I need you know before we get into your mic drop moment I have to ask you about what you've learned most about yourself as you show up in business as you show up as a mother, as a friend, as a makeup artist, in so many ways, what have you learned about Ty Young to be true? Well, one thing I will say that I'm very, um, how should I say? I know for a fact I'm a problem solver. I don't, I don't, I don't take issues in, in, think oh the worst like if you tell me anything about yourself or something that's going on I immediately try to tell you like solutions oh well what if you oh why don't you and I feel like I'm um I want to say I'm a hype man come on yes if someone tells me something like say say you said to me on the phone now you know I, I I enjoy making cakes I just want to figure out how I can get my cakes out there. I will have 10 ideas for you before we hang up the phone. Because since you told me you like making cakes and you were smiling when you told me, now I know that that's something that makes your heart smile. So I want to help you figure out how to make that your career. So I'm the person that be calling you every day. You did a cake today? Okay, did you post it? Okay, so did you tag somebody? Okay, did you tag the bakery down the street? You're going to do a taste test this Friday? Like, that's me. Like, and it, and it consumes me because I could do it to any, I could do it to a stranger on the street. And like, I don't care who it is. If you tell me something, I'm going, and you, you may be, you may or may not ask for my help, but I'm already thinking of ways to, you know, push you or help you because I feel like everybody wants to do what they love for a living. You know what I mean? So I feel like you can ask my friends. It could be something minor they mentioned. I'm already like writing them out a proposal. <laughs> you can do, okay, so you can do this and go to the bank. They might give you a loan. You can. They're like, girl, I just, I liked it. I didn't say I wanted to do it. You know, so I feel like I'm, I'm a hype man. You know, to my kids. You know, uh, I have a son. One of, one of my, I have, I have one son and two bonus kids. Um, and one's an actor, one's an athlete. Um, so my actor kid, I'm like, you know, I hype him up. I'm like, the role is yours already. Just let me see how you would act it if you, you know, once you book it. It's like I, I, I'm setting the stage. You know what I mean? Like the things can be yours. You just have to act like they already are. Mm. You know, you know. So it's 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 definitely a hard game to be turned down as a kid. But if you just believe that you are that, like that's what you're gonna be. Nothing anyone can tell you. Any rejection that you get, you'll still believe that you can be that. So. I think I'm like that just for everybody in every capacity. Like I'm the high, I'm the biggest hype man. I'm, I'm the realest hype man too. Cause if it's like, girl, them cakes ain't even good. I don't know if you can do that. <laughs> Which we need both. Okay. We need. You gotta both. have both, girl. You can't have the, look girl, I love you, but them cakes don't be good like that. I don't know if okay. it's going to be the best thing, you know, but if they are and you want it, I'm going to make sure that you, I help you put it out there. So. That's one thing I can say about me. I'm a hype, I'm a definite hype man. I love that. Paying attention to what makes other people's hearts smile, supporting them, and then setting the stage. Look, I can't imagine one person who wouldn't want you in their corner. <laughs> Look, oh my goodness. Ty, you have truly 
shown up and showed out. Like I knew that this was going to be one for the bucks, but you have dropped so many gems and have shared so many of your experiences with us. And I felt like there were multiple get my life moments in there, right? You talk about not having the plan, a plan B and trusting, you know, your gut and the calling on your life and paying attention to what you want to do early on. Like, you know, I could be annoying and do another little in-person uh, sound effect, but I'll spare everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but this was incredible. So thank you so much. Oh, this was awesome. I, I, I love like, I mean, I, I don't, it's funny, you can be somewhere and people don't really ever ask you how you got here. Mm. Like, you know, even working here, you know, on the show, people don't know me. They don't know my background. They don't know how I started. They don't know anything about me. They just know I come to work. I do my job and I go home. But they don't know anything unless they ask. And, you know, I'm not talking to people all the time about what I do. Like, you know, my story is my story. But the story that I have has, you know, gave me so much insight and character. And I'm always learning. Like I'm, I'll never stop learning. Like I tell people all the time, I don't care how dope you think you are. It's okay to like watch a course or, you know, take a class or, right. you know, um, follow somebody whose work inspires you. You're not competing. You just looking to see what you can do or what can be done. Like, it's not like you're trying to you know, I, I think social media kind of made people feel like I'm not there yet. So I get mad when I'm scrolling. It's like, no, but you can be there. If that's what you want to be. You know, it's right. inspirational. You know, so I just enjoy talking to people like yourself who, who want to get to know different aspects of my life or, um, you know, my career. Um, yeah. I'm definitely thankful. Like, I don't, I don't take anything for granted. I wake up every day and I'm blessed number one that I have a job in a pandemic um number two that I have a brand out that people can truly benefit from it's not just you know something that's just out there it's like oh no you you can get your life with this like for real for real get your whole life you know um I'm thankful about the people who have crossed my path and opportunities that I have you know been given I've lost out on some stuff just because um you know like you said always be ready um, I, I will say one opportunity comes to mind that I wasn't ready. And it's funny to me to this day. Um, I worked with Issa Rae on another show, you know, uh, she was on a show, um, on Aspire. Um, I can't think of the name of the show right now, but it was like a black version of The View. And it was her, Melinda Williams, Renee Seiler, and, um, Aaron Jackson and, um, Angela Burt Murray. And they were like doing the show and being celebrities. And Issa was like the young, you know, um, opinionated voice on the show. You know, she was the the person with all the like, you know, interviewing all the young people and kind of giving her opinion. It wasn't always what the other ladies were saying. I remember when she called me to she said, "Hey, I'm doing this pilot on HBO. Are you in the union?" And I was like, "Nah, girl." <laughs> but like the nah girl was like. I ain't gonna never be in the union. <laughs> <laughs> the way I said, no, nah, girl, I was like, girl, I don't need that. Like, I'm traveling the world with Layla Ali and Vivica Fox. I don't need to be in the union. So she was like, um, you know, it's just a little pilot I'm doing. I need makeup. And they told me to call somebody and I thought about you. I'm like, well, let me try to get in. So she's like, okay, I'm gonna have people call you. So the guy called me from HBO, was calling to see, you know, get my credentials. I sent over my resume. I had done a lot of work, you know, in my career at that time. But I still wasn't in the union in L.A. You have to be in the union to work on TV shows and films. And that's like a makeup artist union. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't in it. Even though I was working with celebrities, I wasn't in it. And so I didn't get on that show. And of course, years later, of course, Insecure is a hit. But I am in the union now. But I just laugh at myself because when she called and I was like, girl, no, I ain't in no union. But the way that I said it was like, I will never get in. <laughs> like, why well, need to be in the union, you know? Mm. Um, but but that's one of those stay ready game. You got to get ready. I didn't realize I wanted to do TV until I got a little bit more seasoned in the game. You know, I liked what I was doing at the time, and I didn't feel like I had to be in the union. But then there came a time when I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool working on TV shows and working on movies. That's what that's about. So I ended up getting in eventually. But it was just funny when she called me. 
I, w- I wasn't ready then. Wow. <laughs> I was like, that's one time in my life that I wish I was ready. You know, but uh, what comes to me is that those are the moments of preparation, though. Mm-hmm. Right? Some people talk about preparation, meeting opportunity. Sometimes you need somebody to remind you that you still need to be prepared, right? Or to get prepared. Right. So I can I can understand as you know, to the capacity that I can, that like that most definitely is a moment where you're like, ooh, right. But then the other side of me is just like you have to be prepared. And exactly. you know what? I know there are so many of us who've had those experiences. You're like, man, if I just would have, mm, right? <laughs> and then somewhere along the line, like the invitation expires or we just aren't where we needed to be. But we also have to remember, like, there are those moments where like, hey, get on top of your game. Hey, don't forget about that. Or did you hear about that? Because sometimes we don't know. Or we think that we always... I have to wait until we get to a certain point, right? We have to wait until we get to our arrival point in order to engage or participate a certain way. And it's just like, no, go for it right now. This is what you need to be doing. Exactly. And that, that, that call made me like, now I'm like, okay, after that call, I was like, okay, I really want to get in the union now. So now I, you know, I figured out how and what to do. Then I got in, like probably like maybe a year after that I got in, but it wasn't easy, but it was definitely worth it because the phone call kind of woke me up to another side of this makeup game. You know what I mean? So I was like, I didn't even think about that until Mm. I got the call, you know, Um, but it definitely got me in position to prepare and I prepared because there's different levels to all of this. You know, there's the freelance life, the TV show life, people, people do it all, but I'm thankful that I've got to experience kind of every aspect of it. And and at this point, I'm content on a show. I still have my clients, you know, outside of the shows when I can do them. But, you know, I'm definitely, you know, I can wake up and honestly say I'm walking in my purpose. And I'm, each day I try to make sure, you know, I do one thing to fulfill that even more. Absolutely. And Grey's Anatomy ain't bad, right? Like, that oh. show is... Like, I don't know who the writers are, and I'm sure I could easily find out, but whoever is behind all of that in its glory, like, y'all are doing the work, right? And you're included in that. So that's so exciting. And I really also um, appreciate you saying, like, you know, being, you're expressing your gratitude for still being able to do your work um, during this time. Like, you are just, you are top tier. Like, I'm here for it. I'm here for you, Ty. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm so serious. Yeah. I'm going to tell my kids to tell me, I'm, to tell me, tell you what you said. I, she told me I was top tier. What y'all think? Yes. Okay. Let them know. They go, they'll hear this, right? They'll come on tour, you know, and get their lives too, right? But you know what? We've gotten to the point on this stop of the tour where it is time for you to drop the mic. Now I'm going to have to bill you uh, because you beat up the mic and look, this is like a team of one, okay? Like I'm production, I'm stage lights, I'm sound, I'm sweeping the stage after everybody packs up. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? So look forward to that invoice. But in all seriousness, when you are ready, the floor is yours and feel free to drop the mic. Well, I will just leave people with this. If you, um, how should I say this? The early bird gets the worm, but the second mouse gets the cheese. It's a marathon, not a race. So however long it takes you to get there, just make sure you get there. And there you have it. <laughs> Ty. <laughs> I'm like laughing because I'm like overjoyed. And this conversation has been what I've needed. Honestly, God is my agent. Not doubting yourself by having a plan B. Going for it. 
and just showing up. Ah, that's what the Get My Life Tour is all about. That's why we're here, I right? I love yes. the concept. Right? It's like a how-through, right? So that's what this is about. And you share your how-through. And now we get to see you where you are and to know that you are still on your way. There's still so much more that you're setting out to do. It's so inspiring. So I can't wait till you get that uh, the the right number for Beyonce again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we can see that happen too. And I'm going to take that with me. Everything you said, let people know how they can stay connected. I'm sure some people are wondering how they can get in your seat. But look, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure she knows her prices at this point in her life. Okay. Um, <laughs> But let people know how they can follow your journey, how they can learn more about the five-step process and just support your work. Well, um, they can find me on IG at Thai Young Style. Um, the brand is under Thai Young Beauty on IG as well. Um, and uh, the website, if anyone wants to check out some of my work, um, is thaiyoungstyle.com. And there's plenty of five steps to flawless videos floating around um with how to um how I got you know how I got started just promo videos showing people how to put the makeup on um step by step so and I have a um Facebook group that's dedicated to um people just kind of once you purchase the brushes I invite you into the Facebook group and you can ask questions I can walk you through like I want to be able to help everybody like if I could put my cell phone number on on the packaging, <laughs> I would. Um, I was advised <laughs> not to, but I wanted to. I feel like I want people to take me with them when they go makeup shopping. Like, hey, what about this color? Hey, how do I do this? I really want to be the makeup artist for the people. So for them to be able to, you know, easily um, get in touch with me and ask me a question, I want to be like that person for them. So they won't always just be wondering. Um, so yeah, if they, you know, get the brushes, I'm always an email away um, from answering a question. I love that. And as always, to stay connected with what is going on here at the Get My Life Tour, visit thegetmylifetour.com or connect on all social platforms at the Get My Life Tour. Everyone knows by this time it was too long of a name for Twitter, so it is at Get My Life Tour. And if you'd like to stay connected with my work journalistically or just as a storyteller, be sure to connect with me on all social platforms at Lydia T. Blanco or visit my online portfolio at LydiaTBlanco.com. Ty, I cannot thank you enough for how you have shown up here. And you are still at work. And you have taken time to show up. So thank you. Gracias. Like, thank you. Thank you for having me. I enjoy the conversation. Thank you so much. Yes, you are more than welcome. Y'all, this has been incredible. Let me know what you think when you stay connected. And until the next time, it has been real peace.